gentlemen, and all genders outside and in between. Welcome back to Thirsty Work, the all-new sex education podcast. I'm joined today by Andy Train, and we're going to be talking about pride and life through the ages, you know? Mmm, it's Thirsty Work. Hello, you delightful individuals. How's it going? Welcome on in. It's a bit different today. Um, I'm sat on the uh, the sofa with my wonderful friend Andy. How's it going? Hello, really good. Thank you, Valent. Oh, mm. very delightful. It's glorious. Um, and yeah, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. And I'm like, all of the bits and pieces are all over the place. So uh, I've got screens coming out all over the place. So it's it's a bit it's a bit uh, peculiar. But we're going. We're doing all right. So it's good to do like an in-person podcast. It has yeah, to be said. It's lovely. It's great. Andy Train, Hello. how's it going? How are you it's doing? It's going all right, yeah. Yeah, doing okay? Strange times. Strange yeah. times, very strange yeah, times. Yeah, very strange Some times. Um, yeah, plodding on the things. The balance of self-employment versus um, what I call the free stuff. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. the volunteer things, just keeping that on a level. And it's that time of year where my facial hair starts to disappear. I've re receded to just a small moustache. Just a small moustache, yes. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And, and I know there'll be a lot of people in my life who love the small moustache. Oh, yes. Um, Little tickle. My, my, my next-door neighbour, she, she loves the full. She loves when I've got a full beard and everything. But certain things I do, I'm not allowed to have facial hair. No, of course not. I know. And it's oh. just in the name of, of performance and You art. do have quite the uh, variety of facial hair. I feel like every single time I see you, you've got a different style of facial hair. This is yeah, the first time yeah. I've seen the moustache, yeah, though, I have yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, this is, um, is pre-when I'm, when I'm doing the... Um, I, th I think, um, let me think, what should I say? Well, if I say fat controller, that's yeah. the old term. Yeah, the we old don't term. say that anymore. It's, oh. it's a top of mat. But I, I'm, I'm part of a completely different world of, uh, of performance and, uh, and very, it's very controlled and I have to remove all the facial hair. Oh, yes, for that. of course. Um, and so various things. So people know me for, for different, different things. Um, um, so some people know me for that. Some people know me as um, former A&E nurse. Oh, really? I didn't realize yeah. you were a nurse. Yeah, yeah. Once that's my, my background once upon a time. Um, and uh, after a, a brief stint at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival doing mm -hmm. stand-up comedy um, and, uh, and coming out, my life kind of flipped. Oh, yeah. And then I discovered I was a lot more creative and colourful, despite looking like a giant panda at the moment. Um, <laughs> a, a, a lot more um, uh, exciting um, and there was more to life yes. than maybe this controlled little box that I'd put myself into. Is that how you felt? like the whole way through then just like you felt you were in this controlled box mm. in your in your early life that yeah you weren't allowed to express yourself properly yeah. that kind of thing in the uk as a child of the 70s and 80s mm -hmm. um and not being given any choices or options no no viable role models really yeah, yeah, yeah. um i i suppose also, I'd, I'd been told from a very early age that I was the last one of my line. I was literally the last train. Oh, wow. I, I know, the pressure on a child yeah, yeah, to yeah, have yeah. that. And I'm not blaming anybody. I mean, I, I, I think maybe that's, that I, I, I maybe kind of blew it up more than it was as, mm -hmm. as a child, but felt the pressure that I had to get married and had to have kids. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got a daughter. There we are. You, Boom. You, yeah. um, so you I've, I've, I've done I've done my done my bit um and as, and she's absolutely wonderful and and the the most you know the, the the biggest and best thing really for 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 me from the outcome of of that particular relationship but 
um, the church had done its magic as well. So the oh, Church right. of England, yeah. I was in you know choir at the Church of England, and you know it's all it's very wrong. Yeah, shouldn't do. That. I mean, even though I knew fairly, a lot of fairly camp people and yeah, yeah. Um, folks who maybe were out or not out or whatever, but it was all it was very wrong. It was a sin. Yes. And you're you're a very bad person. The age of consent was obviously very different as well. Yeah. A lot of younger people these days, um, you know, sort of roll their eyes when they realise that it's 21 Yeah. back then. So under 21, yeah, yeah. you were illegal. Um, and then obviously the stepping stone of then 18, and now obviously it's, you know, the same. Yeah, yeah. So 16 it is, which is fabulous, and as it should be equality there it is equality um, for all genders that's what we're after that's what we're so after. so having that and then at school with section 28 yeah and having this kind of repressive regime from the the government which we're seeing a lot of rep repetitions in this well, day and age absolutely world, you know? and and as, as i always keep telling people we've got to keep up the pressure and I, i'm not necessarily one for the as folks often say ramming it down your throat yeah um, <laughs> asks very nicely <laughs> Um, that, 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 that may may not happen. Um, there's always a, there's always a time and a place. Um, but um, but no, absolutely. I think we've been very. I think the vast majority of opportunities where folks get that education mm -hmm. uh, and get introduced to good individuals who will tell them exactly how it is, mm -hmm. will be honest and open, and allow them spaces to be themselves and explore and a phrase we use a lot um their true authentic selves yeah which is really cool because i i truly believe the pressure cooker lid was on me mm -hmm. and the, the the situation that i got myself into and after four years of, of of being married as far as the world was concerned being heterosexual um it, it just exploded apart yeah and and um, this is this is what we've always been after isn't it though the idea of let people do what they want as long as it's all between consenting adults yeah, really absolutely. and that's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the, the yeah. most important thing and so was it is it weird when you think back to those times of having been married yeah like to to a cisgendered woman just yeah. being like yeah. oh god yeah that was I, I did four years of this there was a whole thing yeah there, there, i mean i look back as well and i realized that there was stuff from the age of about 15 i was aware of yeah oh right okay yeah and my mate uh -huh. and again they're not here to defend themselves or to no. deny okay. it or whatever yeah. but as teenagers mm -hmm. there was feelings there were feelings there yeah. was stuff that went, went on um fairly i would say um soft stuff um that just made me you know sort of think oh well that's that and then again reading around the subject at the time realizing i mean this is all pre like internet and, yeah yeah uh, you know um and, and and not being aware of anything and and teachers and healthcare professionals being forbade you know it was yeah. against the law that's what section 28 was yeah you know it stopped people from presenting anything other than a, a straight you know um presentation of individuals and of course the aids crisis yeah. tombstone um you know ads on tv that that was the you know the, the price that was paid and the the dreadful attitude and bullying and there was so much misinformation horrible, about that scared so very much, very yeah. scary um and 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 that was all out there as well so i mean we really had very little chance yeah um to uh to kind of you know really find out what was what but i do know that things happen i do yeah. know how i felt yeah i mean this is the thing like especially looking back 
on it now, especially like because I I was very very young during the age crisis and what have you, so I have no concept of it. But like looking back at it now, it's it, the realization of the misinformation and looking back, it's also like that that whole dynamic of every step forward that the LGBTQIA have had, mm. there's been a massive onslaught of of coming of hammering down on it. No, no, yeah. we got you've had enough progress. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's Let's right. find something else yeah. that we can yeah. hammer you down with. Yeah. Like, we've given you we've given you eighteen. We've yeah. given you eighteen. We know that straight people can can have you know physical relationships, consenting physical relationships at sixteen. But you've got eighteen. Be happy. Well, so so that was so that was what it was. So it was <laughs> you before. Obviously, it, at one stage it was illegal. Yeah. Um, and then it was so heterosexual couples yeah. could with the illegal age in this country in the United Kingdom yeah. was sixteen. Yeah. But for homosexuals, it was yeah. eighteen. Eight, well, for a very brief period of time, eighteen. Okay. And then eventually sixteen. Okay. I mean, in the you couldn't be in the armed forces officially yes, prior to the year 2000. That. So I think about my involvement with prides uh-huh. and the pride movement sort of from about 2002 when Pride in all began. Um, and it had only been two years of, oh, of wow. that experience of people being able to be in the armed forces and be out. Yeah. But it's this, it, it, it's just taken so long for folks to get the idea and changing laws. I mean, you can just go like and change the law, yeah, and that's gone and that's through. But it's going to take ages to get it through the the people's minds, yeah, and the their attitudes, standards. and that's yeah. the thing. So you know, dealing with. I mean, my first experience of homophobia was trying to buy an actual physical copy of Gay Times in W. H. Smith's in Hull. Oh, really? So. Um, and I felt a bit proud that that had happened. It was oh, almost like that, a badge that, of honour. Yeah, yeah. It's like the first time you <laughs> the, get a negative comment yeah, on YouTube you or something. Get, you're just like, yes, there it is. I've made it. I've made it. Fil- <laughs> filthy look from the guy <laughs> serving me. And, um, oh, you know, that. wanting a wanting a plain, you know, would you like a plain cover for this thing? And it's like, wow, that's amazing. Even like wearing a... A, a a you know an AIDS ribbon or a, a rainbow scarf or yeah. something. Now I, I you know as an, an, an older person, I'm is it older, um, midlife, whatever. Um, I, I don't give two hoots now. No. I've kind of become emboldened and you know brassy about it, and I'm quite happy to have this. You know, you know, it's, I've made those choices, and yeah. good, good, good on me or whatever, and anybody, you know, having those choices. Um, it's just a colourful, you know, it's colourful stuff or whatever. I mean, I'm yeah. not tonight, but, you know. Sorry, the, it's the stark contrast is appreciated. Oh, oh, it is. I know, I was going to say, because normally, I mean, you, well, people know me for the rainbow moustache yeah. or the rainbow beard or the whatever. I mean, I, I did meet, um, Clang name-dropping, um, the Prime Minister at the time in 2017 when we were UK, the first UK Pride in Hull and um, City of Culture, of course. Yeah, yeah. And um, and they they told, oh, down, down, Downing Street. You come to Downing Street and there's a do. Okay. And um, you and you and a, a colleague can come down from Hull. Um, and um, basically, I, I ate my body weight in, I drank my body weight in, in white wine and cake uh, <laughs> in Downing Street. But um, they take your phones off you when you go in. All right, okay. And um, my mission, yeah. if I chose to accept it, was to, Get the Prime Minister to Theresa May to to wear a UK Pride badge. 
Oh. And uh, a UK city and, and city of culture volunteers badge as well yeah, yeah, yeah. to get those to us. So that's all I was. That's all my mission was. And I'd gone down. I had a rainbow mustache and suit and everything. And we, we went in. And that, that's all I wanted to do. I mean, there's the good and the great, predominantly from that part of the country. And um, and I, I said to Colin, Colin Wilson, bless him. And and I said, look, you know, I, I want to do this. He was the, the guy I went down with from Pride and All. Um, yeah. And and apart from all the sycophants and all the other, um, you know, um, what are called greasy pole people. Okay, yeah. With their MP friends Naturally. and things. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then the press secretary said, Prime Minister, there's um, a gentleman from Hull. He's got a rainbow moustache. You must meet him. And it was like the the, 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 Red, the Red Sea parting. <laughs> and and then there she was at the end of this, this corridor of bodies. Oh, and so stepped forward. And I mean, she just delivered a speech and she'd apologised for Section 28. She said, I have the right to change my mind and I was wrong yeah and i apologize and and I, I, you know I, I i did vote for the woman um yeah. but i'm not here to talk about that no but but what i am here to say is that i'm respectful of the office yeah and the opportunity and i took it with both hands and i i went through and i, I shook her hand and she give her credit where credit's due she put the badge straight on oh yeah and it was like that was like yes they're going if, if i do nothing else you know, then that's that's, that's what it. I've done. You, I've you made the prime minister, made that, and we've got a picture with with her and our badge and all of that. But it's just, it's just those things that are really, really. I mean, it's silly and daft, but really, really important. Um, I don't know how we got to that, but anyway, that's by the by. <laughs> but the journey, the journey of yeah. of um, you know discovering mm -hmm. and exploring and um, having meeting some amazing people and being in some incredible venues and events and listening to individuals who have been at the forefront of the struggle you know being in new york 50 years on to the very night of the stonewall riot beginning yeah and meeting the glass collector who was in there on the night and having that opportunity again another handshake opportunity to sort of speak to him and say you know, actually what was that like yeah it was just moment. incredible yeah so so you know those things that that pride opportunity you know pride events have, have given me those chances um to kind of then spread the word because you've become basically the face of pride for a lot of play or whether you know it or not you've <laughs> definitely become like when i think of pride and when i ask yeah. people around the hometown that think of pride like your you and your rainbow beard or rainbow mustache are, yeah. are what spring to mind yeah i mean and, and 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 as i always rebut and say well that's fine because i'm less hassled about being on the radio mm -hmm. or being on Newsnight or whatever yeah. it is. I mean, Phil Sco Philip Schofield came out, let's talk to someone who came out later in life. Yeah, that'll be yeah. me then. You know, I, I came out at the age of literally the day before my birthday in 2002. So would have been 32, 33. Um, and um, I, I stood no chance because I mean, you go in an LGBT plus friendly venue, yeah. anybody over 30 is old. You know, I mean, it's like, it's, it's really, yeah, it's yeah. so difficult, it's an uphill struggle. And I'd had a reset and this is kind of a, I couldn't understand why I'd, I'd feel more comfortable or hang around with, I would say people maybe about 10 years younger than me. So in their twenties. So I'd kind of done a reset when I came out mm -hmm. and reset from being straight to, to kind of, am I gay? There was questioning. Yeah, yeah. There was 
um, and this is way before the, the word queer was was started to be re, reused, reused yeah. and changed. Reclaimed, slur. yeah, I was about to say yeah, yeah, it was yeah. definitely a slur. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely for me time. at school, you know, and I didn't want to be one of those people that were called queer um, no. or your you queer whatever. You know, that there would always be a an expletive either side or both. Oh, yeah, um, I remember very clearly growing horrible. up in school, and and gay was the offensive word. Yeah, it was like, oh, you're gay, and like yeah. these days, I, I've got friends who have got children and stuff, and. They're like, yeah, what's what's the issue with it? And that's amazing. That's this such amazing. a phenomenal thing to see, like a, a nine, ten year old be like, yeah, and I'm um, like yeah. that, like at that age, I would be like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not gay. No, 